This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the news I've been dreading for the last probably four transfer windows. Danny Rose has left the building. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. Today is a sad day for followers of the Stags. As the hero, Mr. Danny Danny Rose, aka the best anagram in League Two football, in fact, across across the entire country, has left Mansfield Town FC, signing for Northampton Town for an undisclosed fee, which includes future add-ons. My name's Craig Priest. I'm gutted. Joining me on Skype is Cam Felton. He is also gutted. Not joining us on Skype, but also gutted is Mr. Nathan Edge. And I imagine 95, maybe even 99% of Mansfield Town supporters are gutted. Across the next half an hour or so, we'll give our reaction to the news that Danny Rose has left Mansfield Town FC. Will we replace him? Will somebody else come in before the window? Who else will do his job? Who now is the best defender at the club? Many questions which we'll try and answer over the next half an hour. Get your comments in now on the show for the fans, by the fans. This is a Mansfield Matters emergency podcast. Farewell, Danny Rose. admit Cam Felton that when I first saw the news that Danny Rose had left I had to check the date of my calendar I hoped I prayed 
that it was April Fool's Day. Alas not, the news is true. First and foremost, how are you feeling? Oh, hang on, I've just got to change something, hang on. Um... Oh no, he's messing back with his virtual... There we go. Shoes, cobblers. No, this is not a time for your banter. This is time for sadness. I set the tone with the sad music at the start, and you've tried to go with the jokes. (laughs) I appreciate you trying to lighten the mood, but I don't think it can be lightened, can it? No, it really can't. That's the when we were talking about it yesterday. Oh, we need someone like Danny Rhodes. We need someone to step up, and we need our best defender back. And then, bang, today's news is. He's gone. Oh, I can't believe it. Absolutely gutted. I'm going to read the official club statement uh, before we start, as we always do when we do these emergency podcasts. Give you guys time at home to uh, get your uh, comments in, as a couple of you have done so already. I'll read through those in a second. Keep them coming. Share your reaction uh, following this news. Mansfield Town. Uh, Stags sell striker to League One club. Mansfield Town have sold striker Danny Rose to League One outfit Northampton Town. The 26-year-old whose contract at the Stags was set to expire next June leaves the one core stadium after a four-year spell. Rose is transferred to the Sixfields club for an undisputed fee in a move which includes prospective incentives for Mansfield. In a joint statement, chairman and co-chairwoman John and Carolyn Radford said, Danny has served Mansfield Town Football Club admirably in the last four seasons and has been a real credit to himself and his family on and off the field. In the current climate, it's uncommon for a player to be given the chance to move to a club in a higher division and it would have been incorrect of us to impede Danny's opportunity of playing at a higher level. The transfer is good business for Mansfield Town Football Club, both now and futuristically. Danny leaves the club in high regard and we wish him and his family well. The club would like to place on record its gratitude for, to Danny for his endeavours at the One Course Stadium during the past four years and wishes him every success in his future career. Um, first and foremost, um, it's a difficult one to take. Obviously, it, Danny Rose being the player he is, Cammy always uh, attracts attention. Um, none more so than a couple of seasons ago when, when Steve Evans was sniffing around uh, to take him to Peterborough and it all got a little bit sour and sort of relationships started to tear and, and that panic and, and things uh, was there. You know, he committed himself to the club then. I'm sure he would have done the same again here. I think this move has, has basically been 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 made like it says in the statement, to allow Danny to go and play at League One. Because let's be completely honest here, he perhaps has outgrown Mansfield Town and should now be playing in League One with the Stags. Yeah, and we've, we hoped for so long that Danny would be there with us, and but it just didn't quite happen. And I think, yeah, now is the time for for Danny to move on. It, it's He's, um, obviously, I think we one of Adam Murray's signings, obviously, uh, I think there's now actually only one left, and somehow Danny got rid of C, got rid of Chief, and and now Danny. And it's just from when they came in, obviously Danny was obviously playing in a high division with Bury, so it was a fantastic sign for us. Now he's he's grown as a player, and he's a fantastic player, and he's going to be missed. Uh, we just now we just need to get his head down and focus on the task ahead because. It's disappointing to lose a player like Danny, but it seems that the players that we've brought in very much have uh, would would encroach kinder on what Danny does, like Jordan Bowery getting really physical. So it's 
maybe something we see coming, but I mean, it's now October, so it's definitely in a, a definitely a Halloween nightmare, isn't it? No, oh, I knew you were going to try and put something like that. But yes, absolutely, uh, it is. A few of your comments coming in, get them in. Let us know your thoughts. Share your favourite Danny Rose moments. Ours has to be uh, the best discovering he had the best anagram in football, Mr. Randy Wands. Um, Callum says, "Well, that was some sad news, wasn't it? Wish him all the best, of course, but can't help feeling like we really need him this season." Um, Wayne says, "Big, big mistake." Uh, Martin says, I can only assume the club thought it was good business business with his contract running out next year. For me, he hasn't been the same player since uh, handing in his transfer request. Roy says, sorry lads, but this is another mistake by the club and shows a lack of ambition and why the undisclosed fear. Sorry, not happy at all. All uh, Victor says bad move. Rose is the best player Stags had. Uh, Stags have got shame on you, Stags. Uh, a lot of people taking this news uh, negatively. Cam, um, I'll, I'll try and put a just f- purely for balance purposes. I mean, I am gutted. I am absolutely gutted. My my favourite player, um, mainly because uh, I've designed some some artwork for work and uh, he's on it. Um, so I'm going to have to change that, which means, you know, extra worker. I didn't need that. Um, but uh, f- purely for balance, like um, I think it was um, uh, Martin uh, who said in the comments, um, the fact that his contract was up at the end of the season, uh, you know, if it had sort of got to maybe January time, you know, it, it'd probably... I don't think he would. I don't think he's the type of player to sort of sit on a contract and let it run down. But there'd be a real danger of clubs sort of getting in his ear and agents getting in his ear saying, run down your contract, we'll get you a big move in the summer, especially if it's not happening uh, for us. So financially, you know, to, to cash in on a on a well-respected player, uh, a player who, you know, has done really, really well from us and really, excuse the pun, blossomed uh, during his time at the One Course Stadium, I think it makes sense to to get a, a good fee for him, and knowing how much, even you know, listening to the iFollow interview yesterday with, with the Radfords, knowing how much they value Danny um, and and rate him as a player, that fee, which Northampton would have paid, will not have been a cheap fee. Naturally, um, it always goes down nowadays as an undisclosed fee because clubs at this level, I think it's dangerous to sort of put a price on a uh, on a player's head. But I firmly believe in the Radfords' business sense and, and, and their handling of, of players in the past that this deal will be financially safe and sound for the club. I just hope from a, a development perspective and to sort of soften the blow a little bit that before that window closes, we go and replace him. We have to. Yeah, and I think it's a very, very similar situation with what we had with CJ a couple, a couple of months ago. Obviously, only a year left on his contract as well. And if a club comes knocking in a higher division, what can you do sometimes? Danny might have said in the gaffers here, look, they've, they've come in for me. Uh, I want to I wanna go and push myself. I want to go and uh, play at a higher level. And when when a player's doing that, and it's like you'd think, oh, is a player's head going to be in the right place if the deal doesn't go through? Is his heart going to be in the right place? With Danny, very much would be, but... It took him a while to get over the whole Steve Evans situation uh, a while ago, and and we just don't want to be in that same situation again. And I think, do we really need another striker? We've got four at the minute. Is it really is it worth maybe going to get someone on loan instead of necessarily buying someone? Yeah, it's it's a, an interesting one to to ponder over. I, you know, I think in haste, you all 
turn around and say, yeah, I want to go out and replace, need to replace him straight away. It's a big loss. But in hindsight, and this is what we've been guilty of ignoring over the last few seasons or so, um, in hindsight, it might be good to sort of maybe get somebody in on loan until um, you know January, or even give an opportunity to one of the younger players coming through. I know Josh Scott has today gone out on a season-long loan. I think he's joined Kettering, Paul Cox's side uh, today. You've obviously got Jimmy Knowles still at the uh, obviously at Notts County. Potential you could recall him. Um, would you get somebody who's got a little bit of experience on loan with a view to buying them uh, in January or potentially, you know, get them in just to sort of cover, push for a place, push for a potential move, but also have that extra time on your hands to have a look and see what's out there in January rather than just going, right, we've got X amount of money for, for Danny Rose, let's go and spend it on, on this player because that's clearly what Northampton have done to, to, to be that, to, to be fair to them. And this is not slating them. They got a, a, a fair chunk for, for Dane Oliver and for some of the other transfers they, they, uh, they made in the summer. I believe uh, the defender, was it uh, uh, Gude who went um, in the summer? Charlie Good. Charlie Good. Charlie Good yeah, who went. about... Mil- million quid to QPR exactly so they they've obviously you know spent that money early to, to try and bolster their squad to try and survive in league one and try and stabilize which you know that's part and parcel of football but in terms of where we are now with it being so late in the transfer window I'd, I'd be very reluctant to do that especially when we have two young strikers at the club you know especially with John Radford also saying you know he wants to develop the academy players a little bit more as well I think it'd be foolish now to, to go and splash cash on a striker I'm not saying don't spend it but I'm saying potentially maybe not in in that like for like position and area yeah I think maybe just bringing in a body in uh, maybe a, 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 a very forward attacking midfielder maybe uh, a couple of comments coming in uh, about not relying on hoofball two strikes from Callum on playing who's it doesn't look it's working we need to create for uh, attacking midfielder that can create chances out of nothing and I think that's probably the the key area at the minute I think maybe with what we've got at the minute uh, personnel wise I think maybe an attacking midfielder or at least a deep lying striker that can actually play a play football might be somewhere that we're, we're in the market for and especially I think loan would definitely best be the way to go more down to the climate than than footballing matters at the minute because things could change so quickly and if you're going to go and spend X amount of money on a striker we need to be able to know when we're going to be able to play them because at the click of the fingers the season could be off again you never know so at least with a lone player it's it's not our issue if the season does end it just goes back to the to the parent club yeah, keep your comments uh, coming in. Me and Cam both keeping uh, an eye on them. Lots of them flooding in as well. As you can expect, they're all going uh, pretty much uh, one one way. Um, hopefully things do work out in the end. Um, and it, it's one of those things, isn't it? Um, David says, uh, someone to come in and replace him. Yeah, we certainly perhaps uh, need to bring one more player in uh, to add to the ranks. Like Cam was saying there, I think... Maybe midfielder. I'd like to maybe see something even perhaps deeper than that. I said this a little bit last night. A commanding, experienced defender. I'm talking somebody, you know, 29, 30, that can play centre-back, can play defensive midfield, because I think that's where we're going to be a little bit, uh, we're a little bit weak in that area in terms of nous and experienced, uh, which ironically is a role which Danny Rose was 
which did to be fair for us um richard says shocking such a poor decision um let's know let us know how much the fee was that may justify it got a point potentially uh, mark says uh, like cj did i think rose will bloom at his new club he's underperformed here lately and been underused for a while now gutted but good luck to him um Wayne says Northampton are no bigger than us and what if they go back down this season if he wanted to go um, then go to someone bigger um, Callum uh, I'm going to ring the bell <laughs> bring back Timmy Elsnick yes. always a shout on this podcast I love that shout um, and Victor says what are we going to do now get a free transfer like the rest wow um, a lot of people very very disappointed um, with this let's look back though fondly um, on Danny Rose for a, a few minutes Personally, I think, you know, I didn't really start, I didn't really watch Danny Rose in his first season at the club because that was the season that I wasn't really watching, but he was always sort of in and about the headlines and sort of put a shift in from from what I saw. The second season under Steve Evans that he was here, that will undoubtedly go down as his best campaign um, purely because of the goals he scored, Cam. Oh, 100%. And I think... A couple of the goals, I think Shaw Lane just sticks out as a massive one. Just it, yes, it's against the lower league opposition, but it just showed his his class and his quality more for the first goal, getting up just a glancing header, perfect timing, and then the second goal was just just sheer quality and he, it it showed what Danny can do on his day. And yes, Shaw Lane were the lower opposition, but they were wanted to cause an upset in front of the cameras, and the pressure was on us more than them, and when you've got a striker in co- with such confidence like Danny does, he's he's an absolute world beater on his day. And unfortunately, that season didn't go the way that we did, wanted it to, because obviously Evans then left. And I think that's what soured Danny's season a lot, because I, I, he very much took him under his wing. He gave him that platform to grow. And he's grown a lot since then, but not as... Not as quickly as he did under that first bit under Evans. I do feel sorry for Danny Rose in some respects because everybody looks at him, or most people look at him as the goal scorer and and, and always compares his performance to that season in which we reference under Evans. But for me, Danny Rose has evolved over time and become a completely different player. He still had, for my money, a massive, massive impact the following season under Flitcroft as he did the previous season under Evans. All right, he didn't get the goals, but he didn't need to because Tyler Walker was carrying that can and the way Rose was, um, you know, contributing uh, all uh, in within that season was, was top draw for me. And that's when Danny Rose more became the hero because... I always remember, and you, everyone who watches this show and, 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 and who knows me will know I'm a massive advocate of uh, mental health and talking about our mental health in football. And when the whole Steve Evans issue happened, you know, it wasn't a lie that he was carrying an injury at the start of, of that season. Uh, that wasn't a lie at all to keep to sort of keep him out and, and to force him away. Um then Evans coming in and getting in his head, that proper mess with him. And I can see why at that point he would have wanted to go. And we, we touched upon this before, so please feel free to go back and listen to those episodes. But we touched upon it before, sort of saying, if you've got a good working relationship with someone and it's worked for you, and there's an opportunity to move to a higher club at his age then, which would have been, what, 24 at the time, he's 26 now, you know, that was a move which he, he could not uh, 
could not ignore. And, you know, we, we fully backed him for doing that. The, the anger came more at the Evans once we found out that it was, you know, Steve and the agents and, and his mate Dodgy that was sort of pulling the strings behind it a little bit and messing with us psychologically, which sort of angered it more. But then, you know, he didn't get sold. It didn't happen. He came out, he did the, the interview and said, look, I'm sorry for, for everything that's happened. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm committed to Mansfield. He explained his, his reasonings for, for potentially wanting to go like we've just gone over. I'm committed to Mansfield Town. I will do my all for Mansfield Town. And, and that night, for me, Accrington Stanley at home in the cup when we, we put six past them, he comes off the bench. Um, he was nervous as anything. He got a, a, a really warm reception when he came on. And within a minute, he scored a goal and all was... All was forgotten and that for me was the moment which sort of said to me I'm back I'm here I'm I'm going to stay and I'm going to fight and you have to give him mass mass credit for that because any other player nine times out of ten that relationship sour and by January is off either released or or transferred to another club yeah and I, I think just going going back to that uh, Accrington game the this was a the start of the season we me and you and your dad were sat together. Yeah, we game, were. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Who were the people that were booing Danny Rose? Yes, I remember. There was two sat behind us, weren't they? Two sat behind us all the way going, oh, he's a turncoat. I don't want him playing for the club. And booed as he came on yeah. and 30 seconds later he scores and they were up cheering, celebrating. It's like... <laughs> I remember you what, and my dad. I remember vaguely remember you and my dad sort of having to hold me back a little bit because I was all for sort of going in the faces and saying what you're celebrating for a minute ago. You were booing him. And I just remember making lots of sly comments to them all throughout that rest of the season because they had season tickets behind us. Every time he came on, I always and they cheered for him. I, I always made a little sly comment. I hate people yeah. like that. Absolutely do. No place for Def- them. Definitely one of my favourite moments is Danny Rose. But I think. I think from the fa- from the moments that Danny Rose has given us, I think my favourite moment is it were Cambridge at home, uh, season under Ev- start of the season under Evans, and it was actually my 18th birthday, and Danny Rose scores the winner in the 83rd minute. So thanks, Danny, for that. Made my day. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I remember going back to the the action situation, the situation regarding the transfer. I remember speaking to Danny a little bit um, afterwards in the change room after I started my uh, my new job, um, and sort of j- just having a chat to him really. And I remember him saying, and I remember him saying in interviews as well openly that uh, you know he, he was really apprehensive about pulling on the shirt again and how he'd be perceived by the fans, and that he wanted to do absolutely everything um, to try and you know make it up to the fans. And I remember him being absolutely heartbroken and gutted when he got his injury at Newport later on in that same season because he was just at that point maybe two or three games earlier really finding the old Danny Rose that fire was there and you know that injury that he he sustained showed exactly the type of player that he was you know he would drop deeper he would battle in midfield he would try and win everything for Mansfield Town and then to come back from that to try and you know battle for us at the end of the and towards the end of the season, having suffered such a horrific injury, which that in itself plays on your mind. I remember him saying, he, you know, he wasn't sure whether he wanted to jump for a header ever again and running on the grass on his own and saying, I'm, I'm not quite sure I feel comfortable in going for a tackle. All of that stuff, which he, he had to contend with within that season, you have to sort of uh, applaud him for that to get through that season. You sort of, 
you look beyond the goals, don't you, when, when that sort of stuff happens. We had another player in Tyler Walker and other players contributing with the goals, so it didn't matter. What mattered was that we had a player who remained committed to the cause, no matter what was thrown at him that season. And boy, did he get stuff thrown at him. Yeah, and that that Northampton uh, that North, uh, that Newport game was just it was just horrible to watch when he got injured because it was it's just down for so long and me you your dad and I think my dad even went to that game because it was just as we were starting to the hype was starting to rise yeah and yeah I think I think had Rosie had not got injured in that game I think we'd have got promoted that season. Do you know what? I've because never that said that. I, I completely agree. We've never spoken about this. I completely agree. Because he was like he was just hitting the Danny Rose of you know of of top level Danny Rose then, wasn't he? Hundred percent. And I think it was even more heartbreaking. You look back at Oldham away, uh <sighs> Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah. The goal that wasn't it was cl- quite clearly onside, but it's just it's just another one of them moments that Danny was Danny. He was just so so instinctive, just thinking like second ball, second ball, second ball. And he'd not and he scored for ages, had right he? Time. He'd not scored for ages, had he, up until that no. point. And oh, it, it just felt like it was it was to be. And had we scored that goal, fact, we so would be in League One now. We've always said that that Oldham game changed everything. We lost that and we'd lost it completely. Yeah. We've always always said that. Had we have drawn that game from being 3-1 down, I think we'd have been galvanised enough, thank you, galvanised enough to get through the rest of the season. I think think you're absolutely spot on. And, you know, I think given that, Danny does have to, he definitely deserves his chance in League One. I agree with some of the comments that came in earlier that Northampton is perhaps a bit of a sideways move for him. There are perhaps better clubs in there. But Northampton, let's not forget, I've got money to invest now. They're a very stable club. They've got... Um, all right, they have a few issues with the ground not being finished yet and, and some sort of off-the-pitch the stuff with that. But that's not necessarily a, a, a board thing. Um, that's, a, I believe, a council issue, uh, which is stopping that. I might be wrong, um, but I, I very much know that, um, uh, you know, that, that Danny... Uh, that, that club are a club like ours that want to stabilise in League One and potentially grow. And I firmly believe they will do that. They they won't completely splash the the, the millions which they got for, for Charlie Good and a bit of money they've got from other players elsewhere. They'll invest it wisely and hopefully they can main they can maintain it and you know Danny can go on to progress. And what really pleases me about the, this deal, obviously I'm gutted about it happening, but what really pleases me is the words a move which includes prospective incentives for Mansfield. Now, in, that opens it up to anything. That could be a sell-on clause. That could be, um, you know, a, a cost per game. That could be X amount of goals he scores. That could be um, absolutely anything. So it's not just like we've gone, right, they've picked up the phone and said, hello, yeah, it's Northampton here. Can we buy Danny Rose? And we've gone, yeah, it'll cost you this much. And they've gone, yeah, all right. What we've done is... It'll cost you this much and this, 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 this and this. It's a methodical thing for us. And I 100% believe that if that safeguard and that safety net had not been in place, the Radfords, not a chance would they have gone, yep, you can speak to him. Yeah, because we need to... Firstly, we need to look out for Danny because we, we need to make sure it's the right move for him. We can't... We, there's no point in letting him go to a club that's then just going to maybe sit, make him sit on the bench and... 
obviously this is probably something that we went over in personal terms and this, that and the other, making sure it's, I'm, am I going to get game time? Am I going to sit on the bench? Am I going to be in the stands every week? And I, I don't think, had had the situation right, I don't think Danny had gone anyway. I had had his, his personal terms. Because I think Man, Mansfield's been his home for the last four years and he's he's like a cult hero to to many Stags fans now. And it's, it's not that he's got an easy life here. But he knows that he'll always have the backing of the fans. So to to want to make that move, to want to further his career, it's like he just needs to make sure it is actually the right place that he needs to be. Yeah, and I certainly hope they look after him and, and that he gets his opportunity. Let's touch briefly on uh, Rose's last season for us, which was, of course was 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 last term. Many people obviously saying it wasn't his best, and he he was sort of maybe we'd, we'd lost the Danny Rose spot. But I think there's a massive, massive reason for that. And this spreads across the whole squad, and that is the consistent change in managers and, and the systems and the way in which last season um, unfolded. We, you know, we lost Tyler Walker in the summer, who Rose struck up a very good partnership with, and uh, and and that was going re- really, really well. Uh, which you know, the results in the league position shows and highlights. We then bring Nicky Maynard in, who is a different type of player. To, to Walker, more experienced and, you know, wasn't a like-for-like like change. So that partnership had to change. Then we've got a new manager in John Dempster who comes in and maybe changes the way he wants to play slightly, which doesn't necessarily suit Rose and suit the way he plays. Then it changes again because, you know, we've, we've got Andy Cook in, in the mix as well and um, the way Dempster was playing perhaps preferred a Cook to a Rose at, at one point. Um and it didn't quite work out with them there. Then Graham Coughlin comes in, has to work with, with what he's got. He's got his hands tied a little bit. And at that point, it's it's Rose and Maynard. It's not quite working, but it was starting to work. And the signings which he made in January, the free transfers, were starting to help to, to get us over the line. And I think had the season sort of been allowed to, to finish naturally and we'd not seen all the the, the COVID stuff... We might have seen Danny Rose again start to peak and build momentum going into into this year. So it, it's it's very frustrating because I, I firmly believe that he had a massive part uh, to play this year, even with or even having brought in um, you know Jordan Bowery, Jamie Reed, having Andy Cook back um, as well, bringing back Nicky Maynard as as well. Um, I still think he had a massive, massive role to play with us with, with the system and, and style we had. So I, I'm more disappointed to see uh, to, to not see him sort of transpire into that. Yeah, and I think I think this also answers another massive question. Andy Cook's not going anywhere now. No, no, no chance. Absolutely no chance. Unless someone splashes the money, he's not going to go. I think that's another another worry that we need to... Well, we don't need to worry about because obviously losing Danny's massive. But if we lost uh, Cookie as well, I'm just going to interrupt be... for a second. And I'm going to say something controversial. Go on then. Nicky Maynard's return is the straw which broke the camel's back for triggering Rose's move. Possibly. And I'll tell you for why. Because at that point, you know, he, he was. Injured, but he was sort of Rose was injured, but he was getting game time. Was slowly coming back in, and we had without Maynard, we had Bowery, Reed, Cook, Rose. So you had different combinations within that four, and you obviously had the two younger lads to to back them up. And I firmly believe that 
without Maynard coming in, being the name that he is, and no doubt will demand a, a, a little bit more playing time and will be looked on as the, you know, the the poacher, if you like, to try and get the goals because he did last year. I think that sort of made Rose a little bit question of where he does fit into it and where he's going to get his space because, honestly, on his performances thus far, you can't remove Andy Cook from the lineup. I think he, he's going to be key to us this season. And then it's about where you put other players around him. And with the others, like, you know, you brought in two new signings in Bowery and Reed, so automatically they're going to be knocking on the door for a chance. And then you've got Maynard in there as well. It, it's, it, it was very difficult, and I think... Had it not been a League One club, had it been a League Two club, I don't think he would have gone. I think he'd have stuck it out and fought for his place. But for a League One club, it, it is at his age, given the climate, as you say, it's too much of an attractive move. And, and with the finances which, which come with it, it is a win-win from that perspective. It's just deflating from a, a supporter's perspective. But for me, had Maynard not returned, which we really not, we really didn't expect at one point. I think Danny Rose would still be a Mansfield player and would have been very, very much uh, involved this term. Yeah, because Danny can score goals. We know he can play him in the right way. We know he can he can bag 15, 16 goals in a season. He, he, he did it. He's done it before. I'm sure he'd play him in the right way, get, him, get the team set up in the right way with the support he needs, and I'm sure he could do it again and and give give Danny that that backing and and that confidence he'd 100% do it and I think we've now got to set up in a way because where if if we were in a tight situation we could bring Danny off the bench before if he wasn't already playing and he he'd, he'd try his, his best and absolutely run his heart out and and try and drag us back into the game and I think now we've got a um Sorry, I was just reading your dad's comment. Yeah, I was as well. Uh, Chris says, Maynard ain't, ain't nowhere near as good as Danny. Uh, Maynard doesn't track back like Danny does. And like, yeah, that's exactly my point. When you're in a tight spot, Danny, he does chip in. And I think, point proven, go back to the Northampton game when we swept him aside 4-0. Yep. Timmy Elshnick's goal comes from Danny Rose being in the box, getting the ball clear. He's just everywhere. He was just this and even utility the, player. And even the the, the the last feature of last season, Northampton away, you know, his defensive work to, to dig us out helped and obviously scored the penalty and was really effective in, in closing things down. A lot of the work we, we did always start with Danny Rosen. Jordan Bowery's tried. Um, I, I'll give him that credit. And I'm sure, you know, given game time, he, he might sort of develop more into that role. But there was just something about Danny, wasn't there? No matter where he no matter where he was in the pitch, you could always rely on him to, to, to dig us out. And, and that's going to be a, a huge, huge void to fill. Yeah, and I think I think it's because Danny held the club at such a high regard as well because although, obviously, we've, we've had uh, issues with past managers and agents and whatever, he's, he's always remained... He's, he's always been committed to the club. He's always... If something's gone wrong, he's he's held his hands up, apologised, spoke about where he can improve, and he's gone and done it. And I think uh, just shows the honesty that that Danny's got. And I think that's a, a massive factor that Northampton will have this season. And I think he's the right sort of player to go to somewhere like for for Keith Curl, especially the just the style of football that that Curl played last year. And yes, yes, we beat them, but there were no pushovers Northampton, even with ten men. 
Now, Northampton are a very good side and I think very much will suit um, Danny's style. And like it was said earlier, you know, CJ's thriving at Blackpool at the, at the minute, having been given that chance to step up. And I think Danny Rose will be again. I just hope, sincerely, sincerely hope that we don't live to regret this transfer. I really, really hope that we don't live to regret it. Yeah, and I think, I don't think we will, but it all depends on what step we make now. Do we bring someone in? Do we stay with what we've got uh, and adapt? Because I think this genuinely could make or break our season because if you've got someone like Danny Rose, is fantastic to have in the dressing room. If you break the dressing room, it's not going to end well. We saw this last season, having the wrong players or bringing... Uh, in the in the dressing room or having players that didn't want to be there so and and the confidence that um that that, that Danny brings and and the the positivity that he tries to bring always smiling even when he's just been knocked to the floor he's always always smiling Cheeky and smile he, <laughs> that damn smile but no he was it just showed what sort of player Danny was and it was just yes we was in difficult situations but he just he always tried he always tried his best and even when he wasn't getting the goals he was always doing his extra bit in defending he was always doing that extra bit to drop back and it just it just showed what a versatile player he actually is. And I'm sure, given the opportunity, if ever we were needed a goalkeeper, he probably would have gone in goal as well. Uh, keep your comments coming in. We'll be here for about five minutes or so more. Um, uh, Stephen says, I can't believe I'm the only one who didn't worship Danny Rose. No, there, are, there were a small majority of Danny Rose doubters and... They sat behind me at the One Core Stadium, uh, but no. Everyone's in all seriousness, though. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, a lot of people don't rate Andy Cook. That I'm reading through the the comments. I disagree. I actually do rate him. I think he's a. Uh, I do actually think he's a, a good asset for us. Um, so you know, everyone's entitled to their opinions. Everyone has the favourites, and that's part and parcel of being a football fan. And that is the exact reason why we're here and why we do um, this podcast. Gav says, what's the point in having Reed Graham Cochran doesn't use him? Um, Chris, says, <laughs> Chris says, I think Maynard's role is purely from the bench. I think, no, I don't think, don't agree with that. He will 100% be given starts at some point because it's, it's Maynard um, and that's that. Uh, Victor says, Danny Rose workhorse, uh, Cook donkey. Uh, Danny Rose was a workhorse, but I don't agree that Cook's a donkey. I think Cook has, has got something special for us um, uh, to offer us. I, I think he will sort of, um, uh, I think he will sort of progress and uh, and be a big player for us uh, this season. Hey, just, just, just to throw that in there, do you think that this is now the point where someone like Reed, somewhere like Cook will step up the game? Obviously, Cooks Cooks started every game so far, and Cooks the first name on worked. my team sheet. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Cook is absolutely the first name on my team sheet at the minute. Yeah, exactly. And I think Cook and and Rose never obviously never worked particularly well together. And we've always said because they're such similar players, they they drop a little bit back. They but similar players, play. but but similar players in that particular side and style we were playing at the time, which was the Dempster style, which was. And this is no disrespect to Dempster, but it was bloody hell. We're not as good as what we were last season. We're getting beat. Yeah, and I, I just that, that's I think that's one of the obviously that's the reason we did, it didn't work too much. And I think Cook now I don't think he'll feel the pressure as much because obviously he's not. Yes, there's still strikers, but 
Danny Rose is not going to be breathing down his neck constantly. And it might give Cookie that little bit more confidence knowing that, no, yes, his, his place in the squad isn't 100% every week, but knowing he's got to... He's, he's still got to work hard to, to keep his place because someone like Reed, he's definitely going to be feeling a little bit more up for it. Oh, there's one less person I've now got to compete with for a name on the team sheet. Let's let's crack on. Let's try hard in training. Get the goals in reserves. Get the goal in training. And you never know, Gaffer might give him a chance. I certainly think it'll be interesting to see which side he puts out against Lincoln and, and who takes that chance because there is a spot up for grabs. Uh, there is a, a place uh, up for grabs. Uh, final comment uh, from Peter. Nothing we have is any better than Danny. Good luck to him. I think it will take a long time, Cam, to get over um, the departure of Danny Rose. The CJ1 was here or there because, you know, on his day he was, was fantastic. Like we said at the time, you know, with CJ it was all about um, getting the right position for him and getting the right the right coach. Um, and... The Danny one, it's a little bit different because obviously he was very, he's very much a fan favourite, very much always sort of gave his everything. You knew what you got with Danny Rose. It was like Marmite at, at some stages. You either liked him or or hated him. Um, most people liked him and there was a minority which hated him, which is, you know, the, the footballing way. I just hope that he goes on and, and has a good career now and has a good season at Northampton, maybe even gets a move to the championship and, and gets an opportunity there and that at least we can look back in a year's time and say do you know what we've played a part in taking a player giving him the opportunity letting him settle letting him feel loved letting him grow and develop his game because let's let's not forget he started football at a, a young age professional football at a young age at a high level in a Barnsley side under Helen Flickcroft who were you know struggling and but but did well to sort of get out of that and then played in a Berry side with some fantastic other players um you know you likes of uh, Mayer and and all the other players that that were there at the time didn't particularly get the goals so his goal scoring record when he signed for us wasn't actually that great and perhaps even isn't that great now as it moves on to Northampton after four seasons or so with us but as a whole round player and person, we have really, really made a massive impact on Danny Rose. He's made a massive impact on us. And other, the fa other than the fact that he didn't come from our own youth ranks, I, I, he is one of our own. Yeah, because when, when he came in, it was very much... Yes, it was a bit of competition for obviously Matt Green at the time, but he wasn't brought in to be a goal scorer for Adam Murray, 100%. You could see that straight off because, first of all, he didn't have the credentials as a young player going through the game. He didn't score goals for Barnsley. He didn't score goals for Bury. And I think coming to Mansfield was a chance to, to reinvigorate his, his, his career. And yes, he's still young now, but... Uh, 44 goals in 113 games. It's not too bad. It's certainly uh, not. It's a good return. It is a good return. Victor says he will show Mansfield um, what they could have had. Good luck, Danny. John says will be missed. Had the chance to pull something out of the bag as a sub when needed and got the Stags some good pull out of the bag results. I wish him well. Um, and I think that's probably the best place um, to leave it, isn't it? I mean, 
If you could pick a favourite Danny Rose goal, what would it be and why? There's a few mm. to choose from. Uh, personally, I'm going to say the, the Cambridge game just because it was... On your birthday. Yeah, 18th birthday. But I think as as watching Danny Rose as Danny Rose, I think first or second goal at Shaw Lane, one of them two just showed his class, his quality and what he can do. Everyone always bangs on about the sort of bicycle kick at Shaw Lane, but the header was way, way so better for me. The header was to class. Crick yeah. his neck back and nod it in the way he did was fantastic. But um, that's actually not my favourite Danny Rose goal. My favourite Danny Rose goal, I mentioned it earlier, is the one against Accrington Stanley where he came off the bench and just tucked it in because that goal was a goal which changed the mood. It sort of, in some ways actually, kick-started the run we went on that season because um, it sort of pulled the, the crowd and, and the camp back together again. There was danger signs of... Um, uh, the, the, the certain, there were some danger signs uh, in there that it was starting to wane early doors, especially after how we'd finished the previous campaign. Because you know, in football, everything uh, goes on from that. Uh, Roy says, I remember the last minute winner against Blackpool and the header in the FA Cup game at Shore Lane. There are plenty of Danny Rose moments which we all look back on fondly. But the sad news is that today, Danny Rose has left the building. Yes, he departs for League One Northampton Town after four years as a stag. Four years and many memorable moments. It's a deal which nets the stags some finances and potential future incentives as well. Whatever happens, Danny Rose, you will always be a Mansfield Town hero. And we wish you the very, very best in your future endeavours. Go and show us what we're missing. And most importantly, go and bloom. From me and Cam Felton, we'll be back tomorrow, 15 minutes-ish after the full-time whistle, as the Stags head for Newport County in Skybet League 2, looking to get their first victory of the season. It'll be one in which uh, the Stags... Um, It'll be one in which the Stags have to put in a battle and put in a shift. And it'll be one in which we'll watch with hope. But it'll also be one in which we have to play without Danny Rose. Good luck at Northampton. And don't forget, for you guys at home, to join us tomorrow, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle. From me, Craig Priest, from Cam Felton in Manchester, have a great rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow. And to you, Mr Rose, thank you very much for the goals, for the memories, and from our perspective, providing the best anagram in football. Farewell, Randy Wants.
Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.